0: Hey there friends, Jay Revel here. I hope you are doing well this December and getting ready to enjoy a fantastic holiday season with your family, friends, and loved ones. Uh, It's a special time of year and it's also a great time to connect with uh, those who we've met along the golfing trails uh, over the years. Uh, One such person that I'm just absolutely delighted to have the opportunity to connect with again is my good friend Dave Bazden. Uh, Dave is an artist based in the Charlotte, North Carolina area and someone who I have always had uh, tremendous respect and admiration for. We have uh, both been sort of on parallel journeys with uh, the creation of uh, uh, golf-inspired content. Uh, I don't think I would call what I do art, but his certainly is. And uh, we've become good friends over the years. I just have enjoyed watching him develop. Uh, And now that he's out on his own doing uh, his beautiful uh, creations full time uh, to help support his family, uh, I'm just incredibly proud to uh, have him here on the show to talk a little bit about that journey and uh, what inspires him, what gets his creative juices flowing, uh, and what he hopes to achieve uh, as what I believe one of the great artists. Uh, who is interpreting the game of golf in the world today. Uh, so Dave joins me for a show. We had a wonderful conversation. Uh, I, again, I think uh, you, you'll probably get the sense of uh, the, the mutual admiration I think we have for each other and our friendship. Uh, he's just someone who I think the world of. And uh, if you don't know Dave, uh, I encourage you to follow him along. Instagram is a particularly good uh, venue to do that, to see his art. But... What's most uh, uh, amazing is to see his art in person. Uh, I think it really um, speaks to uh, the way he sees the world uh, in a very beautiful way uh, and how he sees our game. And it just has always made for a great way to uh, connect with him. And uh, I think you'll find that people all around our world, uh, golfers all around the world are, are just drawn to the work that he does. and uh, I could go on and gush about Dave uh, for hours, and uh, I do quite a bit of that probably in our conversation. I hope you will enjoy giving it a listen. Uh, so, uh, without further ado, I'm going to turn it over to that conversation with my good friend and artist, Dave Baisden. Dave. Hey, what's up, buddy? Good to hear from you. What's me.
1: up, brother? Good. Not much, man.
0: How's everything up in uh North Carolina? It's great. Yeah. It's uh yeah, it's been quite a year, but uh family's all
1: good and, and uh how's everything down there?
0: Ah oh, man, we're good. Same. It has been a it's been a hell of a year. <laughs> uh but uh but a good one. You know, it's uh if you like uh having an eye for silver linings, I think this year's Chop full of them. If you're I'd, willing to have the right attitude I agree with that. Yeah. Uh, if you like big changes, then we're, uh, we're all on board. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have, uh, I've always kind of told people this year that this thing's just a societal accelerator and anything that was sort of underlined in our individual worlds or, uh, uh, the larger world, just, uh, just gets accelerated, and uh, you know, trends that maybe were lying underneath are happening faster and faster. And yeah, I think you and I are probably both evidence of that. I remember. Sure. I think that's a good way to put uh, it. Yeah, wasn't wasn't too long ago? You and I were sitting down there at Winter Park, having some coffee, and that's true. uh, t- talking about you know, big dreams, being out on our own, and uh, look at us now. I know, right? It's uh, that's how long ago was that? Was that just a year well, and a half too? I guess two years
1: ago. I don't know. Was that
0: I guess that was two years yeah, ago? That's yeah. Right. For uh the PGA yeah. show. Um oh, man. we went uh, we were down I think we were at a Panera down there and then we went down to uh that little Seamus event, right. which was a lot of fun. Yeah, I remember uh <clears throat>
1: I didn't hit it great, but I remember uh, nailing
0: a tree that saved me from going in the graveyard. <laughs> good. I think I left a you left did. a scar on that one. <laughs> yeah, that one uh you left quite a bruise on that live. Mean, it was funny. better than hitting a car, so yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> those are some expensive ones yeah, to hit. <laughs> yeah, that that course uh, scared me a little bit. I'll be honest.
1: Yeah, it's my it's, game it's, was
0: squirrely it's, it's, it's
1: uh, yeah, that's not a fun.
0: <laughs> yeah, it. Uh, those uh, those graves and. Roads and sidewalks and all that comes up pretty quick out that's there. That's right. We were playing alternate shot too, and I put you in some hair. Yeah, a <laughs> we had some fun. That was, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, it's good. I was trying to think the other day. I get did we first meet up in uh, Sweetens Cove? I guess we did. Yeah, that uh was that. That that's right. That was
1: probably I don't know six months before that, maybe something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Um, um yeah. Talk about a life life changing event for me. That was, I mean, that was it right there. You saw the the start of
0: it Um Yeah. I remember, um, that was a, a bit of a life changing event. That was, that was the first ringer, wasn't it? Yeah.
1: Yeah. That, I mean, honestly, that was for me, you know, I was not, I mean, I, you know, like I, I had not, Grown up playing golf I just I loved the idea of it and never had the time or or investment to you know really feel like I could spend you know a bunch of time to get better so it was always it, golf was always a frustrating uh thing that I wanted to be a friend but it was <laughs> it wasn't a friend um and so yeah that that moment to like I I had brought my clubs wanting to play but I was not technically in the event. I was there with you know, Zach had asked me to come and kinda of bring some art and see what happened. And I get there and I think you were on the first tee and you said, Come on, let's take a walk. And uh I remember Peyton Broadbent was there and um mm-hmm. Landon and a couple other guys. And so I started walking and they were like, but well, you can use my clubs. We're doing a we're doing a I think it was a three club challenge or something and i was like what in the world is that and uh (laughs) and so they're like it doesn't matter where you hit the ball and you know just just play and that was a uh um, just and zach was wearing boots and a long sleeve t-shirt and i was like this is not what i thought (laughs) golf was um and it yeah it just kind of changed my perception and made made me want to figure out what was going on in the scene so
0: yeah, it was, um, uh, that was a hell of a good weekend, made some lifelong friends up there and, um, you know, just saw a lot of things that I think, uh, just to be blunt, kind of changed my mind about what I wanted to do uh-huh. in life, you know, um, and, yeah. uh, I'm so glad that we got hooked up up there. Cause I've always enjoyed our, our friendship and chance to talk a lot about golf and, art and you know creativity and i'm just so excited for you man i know um you know you went out on your own earlier this year going full-time with yeah. uh your your artist uh life and how's it been so far <laughs> it's uh yeah
1: it's it, talking about an accelerator this year i mean uh, mandy and i had talked about making this happen on our own and, and kind of going out kind of in the fall of this year we had talked about that i don't know maybe back in january and then you know with covid and everything and we it just sped everything up yeah my um i'd like to think i would have stepped away from my job of 18 years on my own and and made this happen but honestly i don't know um june came and and i could see um that my my job was kind of coming to an end there was and um so that it all worked out the timing was great um to kind of transition out of that job to what had kind of built up to be you know a sustainable career doing something that I love that I just never imagined was possible so um it's been a it's been a crazy I guess six months now so it's going it's going fantastic um Loving the projects that I've been able to do and the people I've met and just to be able to create every day is is kind of a dream right now. So
0: Oh, it's, it's all working for now. We'll see. <laughs> I love that. Um what's your you know, you talk about being able to create every day. What what's your creative process like? What uh you know, you you get going in the morning, get the cup of coffee. Definitely need that. What what happens what happens next?
1: Well, I try, I try to um, kind of have a few pieces going on at the same time. And so some are in early stages. I just started sketching one this morning. Um, so that'll be kind of my next one on the easel. And I usually have a piece going that kind of is probably not golf related most of the time. So something that's just kind of in my brain and that I want to get on canvas. And then I've got... Um, like now I'm wrapping up two two pieces. So it's kind of whatever I walk into and see and how I've left things the night before, just kind of, kind of, I don't know, it's kind of organic as to which one I want to pick up and, and work on and move forward. So, um, and then, yeah, and then planning for future ones, you know, it's a lot of just sketching and getting ideas down or looking places I've been to kind of want to, want to capture in a new way, see what happens. So um, get the sketching is a lot of fun. And that's, that's kind of been something that I've tried to invest in this year as well. It's just kind of capturing ideas quickly that I can have for later use. So got to go, go to band in recently and do a lot of that, which was a lot of fun. <laughs> another, mm-hmm. another thing I never saw being able, you know, just didn't see that on my radars. Into a place like that and really digging in to create something from it. But, uh,
0: great people there. That's for sure. Oh yeah, no doubt. And Dave, what was the, what was the first time you decided to try creating art that was inspired by golf? So I guess that was now, I guess it's probably five years ago.
1: Um, I was, Working for an engineering company, uh, just doing, we were, I don't know, I had I'd worked with them for probably 14 years at the time. And so I was, you know, just kind of doing design work. I learned a lot of graphic design work there. They let me be really creative, you know, for an engineering firm. I was able to do renderings and stuff like that. But uh started doing some logos for friends on the side and just felt like I was, I uh, was on the computer all the time um and i'd always painted as a kid just didn't ever had the opportunity to or the desire really to do that as an adult and maybe a lot of fear i think was involved in that um so i was like you know what i'm just gonna start i'll start small i'll just paint some watercolors and see what happens i think i would enjoy it and that, that was my only goal you know to get off the computer and just create and I think it was it was probably like January five years ago, and under the masters was coming up and you kind of get that itch to to be outside to watch the masters to you know play a little golf and so I just started there and um not long after that, Graylin Loomis like you know who um he had a a website on his own, he was doing Scottish golf trips and some gear reviews. He reached out and had seen my, I think I just posted it on Twitter, maybe once or twice. And he reached out for a a commission and an interview to put on his website. (laughs) And I said, I guess I can do that. I don't know. We'll see if that can happen. And he puts my uh, interview up there and it's alongside Lee Wybranski and Linda Harto and some other people that I had looked up to for a long time and I was blown away.
0: From there, it just kind of snowballed. <laughs> uh, that's yeah, cool. Crazy. I, I, I feel like we first kind of started connecting really over, um, you know, over the internet. Um, I don't remember what the first interaction was. It'd be fun to go back and try to find it. But um, Yeah, because
1: I know we had interacted yeah, I, before in the ringer. Like I'd seen. Yeah. I'm trying to remember
0: what that was. Well, I was kind of in the same, but I mean, I was just kind of starting to you know, tinker with putting some words together out in the world on a couple of different sites and things and, um, had seen your work. And, uh, I, I think the thing about what you do, it's, it's just, it's just very, uh, distinct. When you look at it, when I see something that you do, it kind of reminds me of like, uh, Steve Penley's stuff. I love that. I love him. Um, you know it just it's got this look that is it's the based in look <laughs> um and it's just different and it and it and it just it just absolutely has a a punch to it because it what it what it always feels like to me is you know i i think there's um a lot to be said for paintings that are you know very realist in nature but i what i like about yours is it reminds me of like if um if i woke up and i had a dream about golf from the night before that's how i remember the dream looking right cuz it's not exact yeah, it's huh. it's a little you know yeah, does that makes sense I love that. yeah i that, that to me that's always what it felt like i was like man that that reminds me of a of of the golf dreams i have all the time <laughs> they're kind of they're kind of um, fuzzy kind of kind yeah yeah The it's, details it's like are a, there but lost
1: yeah, like yeah, a
0: little bit sure. of a, um, you know, a, a muddled uh, uh, um, perception, you know, hazy perception, uh, like a memory. Um, Man, I like that, and I just love it. Yeah, that. Well, I appreciate um, you saying that. It's
1: funny because I, you know, when I started painting, I started um, at a, a friend of mine, and Steve Whitby, a friend of mine from um, from church, he had kind of challenged me as to just kind of push myself you know he was our he was a, just a super creative guy one of the most creative guys i know and he pushed me a lot just challenged me in different areas and um so i started painting with another friend of ours and uh you know my struggle was like oh, i don't know, i don't know how to i don't know how to paint i don't know what my style would be and the guy was just like just just start painting just Just start creating something and you'll figure that out. It'll you know, you'll find the tools you like and so the tools that I use are, you know, the things that maybe impact my painting the most and you know, that so those are different for different people and you know, so some of that has just kinda come out of just creating, you know. I don't I don't know if I planned it that I didn't plan it that way. But I, I find that trying to paint details is I just, I don't know. I I can't do it or I don't want to do it. I don't know what it is, but, um, when I, when I hit, I I just like the way you describe that as far as it kind of being like a, it's, it's a recognizable place and details, but it's, it's kind of like a dream.
0: I like that. Yeah. You know, and you've, you, you've done some really cool stuff for me over the years, um, some of it where I've I've solicited your help. Some of it where I think you just said, Hey, I did this. This is pretty. This I read your piece Ugh. and this is what I kind of thought about." And I've always just enjoyed that part of our relationship. And um, yeah, I really like. My got my my in laws are coming to town this weekend, and our guest room is uh, looks like a little Dave <laughs> Bays art gallery, by the way, because <laughs> I've got some of those all those sketches and stuff that you did for some of the stories, I got them all framed up in there. And yeah, you know, the one you did with my brother and I, I just treasure that. And one from uh, the club that I grew up at, you know, um, I what? just love it. And then the, I, I won't say too much about it in case any of my family listens, but you've got, you did some really nice pieces uh, that's going to make some, some cool yeah, Christmas presents this tough. year. So um, for that. Yeah. Those are always fun to think back on. I mean,
1: I, you know, to have he kind of known you from, you know, as you started kind of putting, putting pen to paper with golf and, and to kind of how you describe a, a scene or the people, the characters. And it's just, it's, it just feeds my creativity as far as like when I, when I'm painting is one thing, but illustrating, you know, the work that I've done for you has just been a lot of fun. Those characters are always just fun to capture in a, you know, and uh, so those have been a treat to to read your pieces and just to see how you describe a scene to be able to, it just fires my imagination
0: up. So, yeah, those are, those are fun. Well, I appreciate that. One of these days we are going to get back to the uh, Gramps on Golf book. <laughs> I've got that, I've got that character taped to my <laughs> to the wall in of my office and then to remind me I need to go finish it's that. a
1: constant I mean it's in my, my brain all the time. I, that's that is a dream to do a a book and
0: to illustrate something like that. So um yeah, we'll get yeah. we'll get to it. Um you mentioned earlier that uh you and the missus are headed down to Pinehurst this weekend. That yeah, this should time. be
1: great. I there's just a little getaway and um Pinehurst oh. is such a, a fun spot, you know and um, not a lot of golf on, the on the docket, but I think we'll maybe hit the cradle and putt a little bit and just kind of hang out and, uh, get away for a little bit. It's been a, it's been a year. So kind of just some time to step away for a little bit and slow down a little. So
0: it'd be done. What, what do you think it is about that place that seems to be, um, uh attracting so many people these days. And like you said, you're not even really planning to go for, you know, a golf trip. You just want to kind of be there. You know, I, I feel like there's a, I always kind of get sense. There's this little ringing in the back of my head kind of that's saying, you know, that's a place you might ought to be. More. <laughs> <laughs> I just, yeah, I think there's just been so much, um, I
1: don't know, you know, for me, kind of coming into golf late in life and not living far from there, I still—I hadn't been to Pinehurst until you know just a couple of years ago, and um, just being there and seeing the changes just in the in the recent history has been—I um, don't know—I just think they're they're really intentional, and um, golf is is just part of life there, which is really attractive to kind of see how that plays out. And then as soon as you get there, it's the history. It's, um, I don't know. It's just, it's kind of like stepping back in time. It feels like a little bit. um, I don't know. It'll be interesting to be, be there kind of as a a little getaway. I don't, I don't know. It's going to be a treat for sure.
0: I always think about, you know, when I go somewhere on a golf trip, you know, it's usually said so loaded with golf that you don't have time to go and do a lot of the other things. And Pinehurst has a, a sneaky amount of other things to do and see, you know, wandering around the, uh, you know, they're all golf adjacent, right. but, right. um, but it's pretty cool. It's just a great, yeah. I'm,
1: there. I'm kind of, you know, to experience that to be, um, I don't know. It's going to be, I mean, I think they do, It'll, you know, be Christmas time would be kind of, kind of that feel. And I think it'll be, I don't know, definitely looking forward to it. It's kind of a, it just feels like a big magnet right now, <laughs> you know, people yeah. come for golf and then it's, I think younger families are moving there just to raise their kids too. So, um, something, something right is going on there.
0: Yeah. Well, that's, that's a good way to put it. Cause, um, there's something about when the, when you can recognize that there's something right going on. Um, like you said, it kind of has this gravitational pull to it. Um, particularly for a lot of people kind of in our generation who are, you know, creating things and worlds and lives around golf. Um, yeah. And it's, yeah, you know, I'm, it's one I'm, of those places
1: where, you know, now you can work from just about anywhere. I think, you know, in some sense people are kind of drawn back to a smaller, slower, pace while still maintaining a, you know, whatever that career looks like for someone And maybe it's in a, you know,
0: it's an attractive spot. So I don't know.
1: Yeah. It'd be interesting to see
0: how that plays well, what, out. And what about where, uh, yeah. Well, so what about where home is now? You're kind of up in the Charlotte area. What's that, what's that scene like? For uh, you? It's great. Yeah. We're, uh,
1: we're just on the outskirts of Charlotte kind of butt up with, um, a little town called Matthews, North Carolina. And, um, It's, uh, it's, it's a great, I mean, we're, we're definitely enjoying where we're at and, um, the golf scene is, is okay. Public golf is, there's a a couple of fun tracks and some could use some work, but, um, you know, I get to get to play every once in a while. Um, there's a a great little track uptown called, uh, Charles Sifford. It's a nine hole walk. That's a lot of fun. Um, easy walk and just a great laid back place. That's where they have the first tee offices. My kids have been doing first tee in the summer and took a class this fall too. My son did. So um, that's been a lot of fun to kind of get involved in that and see, you know, just have my kids play a little bit and just learn to have fun with it. So uh, yeah, we're in a good, we're in a good spot. Um, Matthew's is, is uh it's got an old historic downtown with an old warehouse or um, hardware store and we are part owners of a coffee shop right down there um which is in a little bungalow house built in 1925 so you can kind of get the feel of what that town would be like um yeah it's kind
0: of a nostalgic little spot how would you describe your affinity for coffee um
1: that's a good question I didn't, I didn't join a coffee, like to start a coffee shop with, with these friends. I was not on the coffee side of it. I was on the community design side of it. Um, I love coffee, but I'm not, uh, I couldn't, wouldn't tell you that I have a palate for, for, uh, describing or picking out the best, but, um, luckily we have people that do that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That helps a lot. Um, I am like you, I don't, I couldn't tell you any, a damn thing about, you know, beans or anything, but I, I, I love a really good smooth cup and, and there's nothing better than traveling somewhere and finding the spot like mm. your spot, you know? Um, I just love sitting in a coffee shop and just kind of drinking a town and, you know, yeah. it, it always fires up my, I think, I think that's been the
1: fun part of being a part of it. And, um, it's called Brakeman's coffee. So the idea is, is to, the town has a train track running right through the middle of it, like a lot of little Southern oh. towns. And there's a, by the libraries, an old um, caboose that you can climb all over. And so the idea with Brakeman's is to slow down, you know, to stop and slow down, come in, have a cup of coffee, have the, the conversations that you can have there. And um, so that's been a neat, I need uh, to see the community rally around that and use that as a meeting spot. It's just been such, such a gift. <laughs> um, and that was our yeah. hope, but at the same time, you you know, you don't know how it's going to go, but it's doing great. So rough spring, obviously, but coming back around. Yeah.
0: Well, oh, I love that idea. Um, uh, in, in my little hometown there was a, uh, breakfast place. There it was the, uh, yeah, you know, home of the $2 breakfast. And, uh, they used to have this sign out there that said breakfast so good. It'll stop a train because literally the guys driving the train oh, that's cool. would stop and walk across the street <laughs> great. Breakfast in the morning. Yeah. It was always uh pretty entertaining to see them in there slurping down some eggs and coffee. Um, but yeah. That's so funny. Um, so what's, what, what do you think the year ahead looks like? You know, we're, we're about to flip the calendar. I, I, I think, thank I God. Think. Um, and, uh, yeah, yeah. Right. You know, ho- hopefully we don't look back and say 2020 <laughs> was the good one. Yeah. yeah. That's a, that's a,
1: that's a scary thought, but I don't know. I, I mean, yeah. I, we're excited for what's, for what's ahead. Um, you know, this whole whole thing has, um, like you know, been a been a surprise, but to know that like my wife is the most like she's most the most supportive um, person. Like this would not be possible without her support and encouragement. And you know, she, you know, we have kids at home, virtual learning, and doing all that. You know, it's um, it's kind of a crazy scene over here with my like I moved my studio was outside. I'm, I rearranged my office so I to do paint inside and um yeah you know, so there's a lot a lot going on around me but um yeah i think this year ahead i don't know it's uh, i've got a i've got a list to crank through so some people are being really patient with me to kind of get some paintings out the door so i'm just going to going to keep creating and see what happens i know that um i got some good projects lined up and i think Um, I don't know at every turn, it seems like another door opens up. So thankful for that. and excited to see what those are. I don't can tell you
0: (laughs) honestly, what's ahead. Have you found Dave that, uh, you know, since you sort of hung your shingle out, uh, that, um, you know, the, the, the phone is just ringing more often. People were calling to commission things and, uh, make more requests. Yeah, it's been, I mean, I can't, I cannot even put into words the support
1: of a community like the golf community has, has given me, I mean, what a, what a treat. Like, I, I I don't know. I think, um, you know, like you were describing earlier as far as my painting being of a different style, I think, um, I think there was just a space for that, you know? Um, And so guys have um, just really, supported what I'm doing and I, I don't know I think that's amazing I've had um requests from you know all over the place and it's it's uh it's I just can't say enough thanks to that community for what I'm able to do now so um and it's and it's a wide range you know I, I some of my work is painting some of its graphic designs like logos and um some of it's illustration work and some of it's pen and ink and watercolor. And so I have, a, I feel like I, I have a range that I enjoy doing. And so, yeah, I'm getting lots of requests. Had to kind of stop commission work for a little bit just to catch up and keep people. I, f- I feel like I'm doing a disservice to the people who have, who are waiting patiently. And so as new requests come in, yeah, um, I get distracted or I can't focus on the ones that I have already needing to go. So I'm learning that process and to, but folks are super patient and encouraging for even just to, um, help
0: me learn as I go. So thankful for that too. Yeah. You know, I talked to this guy a couple of years ago about a commission project I was looking at, um, and he, he, the way he framed the his uh working uh timeline to me, he said, uh, it ain't cheap, it ain't fast, you to get something <laughs> <you> really like. <laughs> and I always, I always loved that. I was like, oh, that's, yeah, that's yeah, dead on. that's funny.
1: Um, yeah, it's uh, it's a loose, you know, it's people want to know a timeline, and it's just a loose. I'm, I'm learning that it's harder to put a, a number on that than I thought originally. So, some pieces, you know, I just get like, um, get passionate to dig into some. That time comes a little bit later in the process. You know, I'll start sketching and painting, and I'll get halfway through and I just kind of sit it to the side for a little while. And then all of a sudden, you know, something snaps and I'm like, oh, I gotta, that's the one I, I want to get done now. And it, it i don't know it takes on a different life. So that process has been a lot of fun to see even in in painting. You know, a lot of I'm getting a lot of folks who reach out and just say, you know, I want to I want to paint, how did you how did you learn to do that or how did you you know, do you have any tips or anything like that? And I don't I don't see myself as a teacher because I don't know how I would teach what I do, but um the encouragement is is just a like I was encouraged to do, just start and paint and look at the, the the work that you enjoy and see how how you can get as close to that as you can or you know, figure out along the way what what you like as you do it. So um that's been a fun part of the of doing this too is to see other folks kinda step out a little bit and see what what they want to create. Um, you may. Do you get the same kind of request as far as
0: writing? Yeah, you know it's funny. I um, I have some things that I do uh, that I can do very quickly. Um, like I can sit down and you know a few hours and just really get focused and knock it out. Um, and I, and, and the, but the, I think the stuff that I really, you know, probably enjoy doing the most Dave is um, when I get, you know, I might have a, a, a rough deadline, you know, it's so, okay. I got to have this done by, you know, X date, but I like to give myself enough runway. Like, you know, when I did the piece for the golfer's journal for tobacco road, I got yeah. to marinate on that for so long. And, what I have found is that I think that's when I get some Mm -hmm. of the best stuff when I can, you know, when I can take the time to write it and then give it, you know, room to breathe and just come back into it and, and you massage it as it goes and learn more and just do that deep dive. Like those are really fun. So I've always got kind of a range of stuff. I'll have quick hitter stuff that's, that's happening on my plate and then I'll have, um, you know, I've always got three or four things that are a little bit more um, long term that just you know need to sit on the shelf and um age a little bit, uh, as it as I so kind of like on, I but, so
1: I sketch and um, kind of keep track of you know kind of keep a notebook. Do you do the same as far
0: as like that creative process for you as far as writing? Like, is that a similar yeah? So, like, if <laughs> I do, I've gotten where I do pretty much everything in okay, uh, Google Docs. And so I will have at any given moment, I don't, I mean, I've probably got a hundred more, you know, a hundred plus Google Docs, you know, okay. at all times that are sitting out there at, in in different stages. Sometimes it's, sometimes I'll, I'll be sitting somewhere and I'll, I'll, a sentence will come into in my head and I'll, I'll write one sentence try to put a title on it so I can come back and find it later. And, um, you know, which is great. I can do it on my phone when I'm sitting in a breakman's coffee somewhere. And, um, I'll write that sentence and I might not come back to it for nine months. Um, but I'll, 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 I'll find the right framing for it. Or I'll find the right project for it, or I'll find the right, you know, whatever for it. And, um, and that's always cool. And I mean, there's days where I'll, I'll an idea will hit me and I'll go write six, seven paragraphs. And then I might not come back to it for quite a while. Well, I, I'll give you a great example. It's a, Cause you know, you illustrated it for me that um, that piece that I did, that's in my book about growing up at the mm-hmm. Havana golf and country club. Um, I woke up one morning, I was having some coffee and I, came up with the idea for that opening sentence, which was um, if golf was a drug, then I was raised <laughs> in an opium. den." And I wrote that in a Google doc and I sat on my back porch and probably wrote four or five paragraphs. I didn't really know where the hell it was going. And I didn't touch that thing again for a year. When I finally, then I went out and played golf, you know, with my granddad one day and I came back and I, and I was ready to go back and, weave yeah. it all together you know and that's, that's how great. that came i love came, that came about. i
1: love that so much of your yeah of your story has your granddad woven dust right along beside you like i don't know that i love that i'm learning i'm learning that so many guys and girls connections to golf is through family um which is really uh it's fascinating for me to watch and see um That's just really cool. I love that. And I know you, you are grateful for that as well.
0: Oh yeah. You know, this time of year, it always kind of hits home. Um, You know, holidays and everything. You will go over there to their house a couple of days before Christmas. He cooks a big old prime rib, kind of holds (laughs) court. um, You know, we, we talk life and golf and, how they're really the same. Um, it's just always a lot of fun. And, um, yeah, it's, um, it's fun. It's just, it's fun having that sort of base thing that, that all your, you know, sort of ideas spark from you. Yeah, I, I tell everybody, um, yeah, I, I write J rebel stories. They're not for everybody they're but they are for some. And, um, I have just found kind of like what you were talking about with that, you know, just distinctual approach to art. I mean, the more that I wrote things, the more I realized that not only my favorite thing to write, but also the thing that people seem to be the most attracted to were those personal first person type stories where I can, you know, try to get into some vivid descriptions and just tell, you know, why these certain things make me feel certain ways. I don't know. I think to your point, I've been amazed at how many people mm. have similar experiences and that's seems to be why they, why they work. Yeah. Um, but, uh, that's, uh, yeah, it's fun. Do you feel that way with, with, you know, with art? I mean, do you, I'm sure you have a lot of people who commission certain things for uh, you yeah. because they have that, that I, and I think that's one reason it probably connects, yeah. right? I mean, someone might commission something to you that's based on a memory they have, and then you kind of get to interpret their memory, which oh, is pretty yeah. fun. It's, uh, those are those are by far the pieces that
1: um, I think I'll, I'll remember the most. So I've had um, I've had someone who wanted me to paint paint a hole of like where they had grown up playing golf with their dad. He he had passed away, and um, they, they spread his ashes behind this hole and so for him to entrust that to me was pretty wild. And then to see his reaction um it was pretty special. Um a similar situation when I was at when I was at Band and the story was is a little crazy, but um it's that it's that personal creation connection that art or, you know, in your case, words can can bring together is, um, you know, Bandon, it's a, it's a special place. And we're the guys I went with, we were our last evening, we were sitting out on the patio and just kind of taking in the sunset across Bandon Dunes and two couples were sitting next to us. So we started talking and they, they were on a couple's trip and the guys had, had uh, planned the last day to play band of dunes. And, and, um, anyway, he, they were just telling us that, um, you know, a special place. And, you know, obviously they, they loved her around and, you know, band of dunes 16 was the highlight and all this kind of stuff. And so it turns out they were on our flight and I had done a bunch of just quick watercolor sketches and saw them on our, our flight, and caught up to them in the airport before we left. And I was like, Hey guys, just wanted to, I, We had talked about my art out there, and so they knew what I did. and um, So I had these little small pieces and handed them to them. And uh, they both got in touch with me the next day. One guy had already framed it in his office, and the other guy um, said that uh, whenever he plays golf somewhere, he takes a ball from his dad's old golf bag and leaves it off somewhere on the course. You know, he (laughs) – you know, it's just that connection with his dad. And so I had, I one of the paintings I'd given him was of uh, the 16th T abandon. And he, that's exactly where he left his ball. And it was just, just that, that culmination of, of events to, you know, I didn't know that. He didn't ask for it. You know, it was just like, to hear his his connection to that was, I don't know, you can't like, can't explain it necessarily. So, um, for me, that was a, a pretty special thing to see and to know that art can kind of bring some connection that is, I don't know, it's more than just, I don't know, somebody wanting it on their wall. It's, it's more than that. So.
0: Well, and I think that's, what's, you know, what's so cool to me about art uh And particularly the kind that you do in stories like that is that you know those pieces that I've got hanging in my guest room wouldn't mean anything else to anyone else on earth um but they mean an awful lot to me, you know what i mean and when you can have someone again who can sort of interpret those memories and um i'll sit there and and just go look at it every now and then, and I just it just puts a big old smile on my face because it it feels like I can see what is you know, swimming around in my noggin, um, which is a really cool feeling. And, you know, I, 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 I know you have had the opportunity to get, to go to some incredible places and a lot of doors have opened for you. What what are some of your favorite, um, memories that you've maybe then been able to transcribe into, uh, paint on canvas? Well, I
1: think, I mean, first, first it's, um, when when I started, uh, early on, uh, Akbar at Seamus had reached out about just doing a a painting of um, it was the ghost tree at Old Mac, and he wanted to hang it at their their booth at the PGA show. I guess three years ago, and um, it was it was by far the largest painting I had done at the time, and um, so that was I mean it was a special painting. I loved it. Um, it came out better than I imagined paint at that scale and um but then to actually get to walk and see that in person like I had not seen it at the time and so to just a couple months back now to be able to walk and see that was like it was a it was a moment where I just had to stop and take that in and um I think going forward as I paint that same scene it'll it'll have a different energy to it I think a different um, connection between me and the place. So I think that comes out a lot, um, kind of the same at, at uh, Sweden's Cove when, you know, when we met that time, I was not, I was not golfing. I was, I really had not been painting all that long. Um, and so to that place to learn uh, that golf can be something different than I had in my mind of what it was. It was more about connection with people and, um, just having spending that time having fun rather than grinding over a score and, um, and your swing and, you know, all the things that go through your head. Um, that, that was a game changer spot for me. So to, to paint that place is always going to be a, a kind of a, a special connection to, um, and now, you know, to be able to like, I took my family to Pinehurst last year and that was, uh, um, another moment where I got to share and see golf and art in a new way through my kids. And so, um, that place will, is always fun to, to create based around Pinehurst. And so, um, and that being close to home is it's kind of a neat connection too. So, yeah, I think, I mean, those are three pretty, pretty good ones. And uh, <laughs> I think, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm excited for what's for what's coming. But you know, even here in Charlotte, there's um, just met some great people at um, some of the local clubs here. And I got Eric Reeves is at uh, Myers Park Country Club, and he just a super nice guy, constantly. Um, Projects for me, just to do fun stuff for their for their members and um, little small small pieces for tea gifts or or something like that. So to have um, real connections in town and uh, those are those are a lot of fun too. So yeah, uh, it's a great question.
0: Is there yeah, is there like one that sticks out
1: for you as far as? I mean, I, I can imagine your uh Deep dive was pretty special, but
0: yeah, he, he kind of, he haunts. <clears throat> I think about, I think about him a lot. Um, yeah, you know, I, I spent, like I said, I probably spent six months just kind of trying to crawl inside his brain. Um, and, uh, especially when I, you know, whenever I hear someone talk about him, it's you know, again, he was an artist and to get into how people interpreted his art and still yeah. do mm-hmm. is always a really fun conversation. So I I always enjoy those um places that he created. I've had, you know, great opportunity to go to um, not only Tobacco Road, but uh Bulls Bay, mm. uh, which is a really special place right outside of Charleston where he lived. And um yeah, and, um, the, um, Monterey Peninsula country club is just one of the most magical places I've ever been. Um, I played out there, I don't know, it's been about four years ago and, that, <laughs> and it was before I really knew anything about it. Um, you know, just really didn't, you know, it was kind of the first entree I really had to him. And, um, yeah. I pretty much had the place to myself one afternoon. It was the damn thing. I played teed off at like two o'clock on like a Tuesday. Oh, wow. And you know, it was just me and my caddy out there. And, um, it, I, it's one of those rounds. You just will never forget. You know what I mean? I see it yeah, in my head yeah. a lot. Um, and again, it was, you know, like you, you know, you have rounds where you remember them because of the people you were with. Hmm. And you also have rounds where, you know, you remember them because they, they just are so, um, outside the ordinary. Um, and that's kind of how Monterey Peninsula is like, it's, it's, it's such a visual delight that, you know, and again, if it was, if it was sitting in the middle of a field in Kansas it would still be an incredible golf course mm. the fact that the pacific ocean is just churning <laughs> all around you, you it just is total sensory overload um and the other place that i i i just there's literally not a day that goes by that i don't have some little twinkle in my eye about it—is um valley neil um mm. yeah i went out there with my brother and spent a couple of days um I think it was about two years ago. It just you know, we you could not be I, I describe the place as, it's probably the furthest point from any ocean in all of <laughs> North America. I mean it's just smack dab in the middle of the continent and but it feels you know, it, it but the, the vastness of that area, it 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 almost it's ocean like. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And you get out there and you're, you know, again, it's not crowded. You know, there's, you'll see some people, but not many. Um, and, um, to be able to go out there with my brother who we've, you know, again, we, you, you illustrated that story for Mm -hmm. me as well, but we're just so different in a lot of ways, but you know, golf is kind of our, our shared language. And to be able to kind of really go get lost in the middle of America with him out there was Mm -hmm. a, a truly special experience. And, and that golf course, again, like when I think about, um, I can just see that kind of hazy memory version of it. You mm-hmm. know, and, and, it and it really sticks with me. Um, that's a place that I want
1: I, I, I want to make happen to get there. Um, I've had a couple of requests to paint Ballonil. And um, similar to, to Tobacco Road, I feel like it's a place that I have to see paint it. I don't know. There's some places that I can I can see a photo and I can kind of know the feel of it and feel like I can represent the place well. But there are certain places that I just can't even like Tobacco Road, for instance. Uh, I just played it last week and I'd have someone who had made a hole in one there and wants a piece Done, um it was I think it's hole number eight, and yeah. i'd seen I'd seen views I'd seen every photo from every view, and I still just couldn't it's just like I couldn't capture that scene and so to to kind of walk it and see you know that picture in my mind now it's like all right, let's do it, <laughs> you know you just get a sense of the place oh, yeah. more than you know i mean the uh, you know tobacco road like you were saying as a special place and to see mike Strantz as an artist and to see what he created was uh was a treat so to now see how i want to put that down on canvas it's going to be i'm I'm really looking forward to that now whereas before it was like i'm lost i don't know i don't know what it,
0: the, f- the photos i've seen couldn't couldn't do it so um i totally understand that and i you know that's how I am with, you know, if I'm writing about a place, um, I have to go there. I can't, you can tell when someone is fudging that. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> I, I have to, just have to be there. Not, you know, I'll give you two good examples similar to like what you were saying. So, you know, at Tobacco Road, like, you know, hole number one, mm-hmm. right? Where you, you know, you can't, you drive up, you know, between those massive, you know, mounds there. Um, until you walk down through those things, you don't really get the sense of the scale of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you, you know, yeah. you see a picture, you can appreciate it, but you, you just don't really have that context, you know, mm-hmm. um, What is in your, in your memory. Um, And what you're headed into. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Um, you know, for some that's like walking through the gates of hell, but others it's like, you know, the, the first just step into this grand adventure. Yeah. There's a similar place like, and I'm sure you will make it about, and you'll help. Maybe we'll make it together one day. Um, I think it's, it's like the 15th or 16th hole where you there's there was this massive dune ridge, and they just like cut it right in half, and you play through the dune ridge, and you see photos of it, you go, "Oh that's cool, but it doesn't really you just can't grasp the scale until you're walking through it and it it's the one point on the golf course where I feel like you go wow i am I am walking." on an ancient (laughs) seafloor. You know what I mean? Like this is the damnedest thing. And, um, that is, that, that's a, such a cool, Mm. um, thing, I think to be there in person. And then, you know, with what you do, you know, to be able to have someone be able to hang that memory on their wall in a way that is just truly unique is, it's pretty special. Yeah. That's my, that's my hope anyway, is that it
1: it brings back, You know that feeling of you know wherever wherever it is you know i want that feeling to come across and it's not so much the image sometimes that is as it is the feeling it gives off so sometimes that's way easier to do once you've been there walked it and i would imagine the exact same for writing like you're not going to write about a photograph That, that would be I think even, yeah, even more so writing is probably key to being, I mean, I can recreate a visual in a different style. It may not pull those memories as much as if I walked the ground, but, you know, for you to write it, it's, yeah, I would imagine that's an even, even more important task to be there.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, it just definitely makes the you know, blade a little sharper. Um yeah, so I got places. Yeah,
1: yeah, I got places I want to go. Still, that's for sure.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> the lit, well, see, that's that's kind is, of the problem, right? Lit. It just keeps growing. It does. It does. That's good. You, uh, it's a good problem. I wake up. It is a good problem, but yeah, you know, it it keeps you. Uh, I think it keeps that spirit of adventure, um, you know, fed. Yeah. Right. You know, you those daydreams you have about going and seeing somewhere new. Um, like you know, one of the places that I just really want to go see is I, I really want to go play that Banff Springs up in oh, wow. uh, Canada. I just talk about scale. That yeah. just looks just amazing to be able to play right there in the base of those Canadian Rockies and everything. And, that would be um, insane. That's a long way from home, yeah, it but, uh, <laughs> but it looks, it looks like it's worth the journey. Yeah, How has it been? This is a total
1: flip, but you know, for you, I know a lot of your the golf has been through family and, and your, your brother and your granddad and now like you, know, you have a little one What what's that like for you i know for me it's it's fun just to see them enjoy the game that i didn't play as a kid you know um for you it's got to be a, a different connection right
0: oh yeah it, you know i i this time of year it's kind of it almost makes me a little sad because, you know, it's dark at five o'clock, five thirty, And, you know, during the summertime, we go up as a family so many nights mm. out on the golf course, just, you know, running around some nights when he's interested in hitting a couple shots, some nights she just wants to go play in the bunker. Yeah. And, and, you know, I, I sit out there and it's, um, it's just kind of a dream, you know, I, 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 what a wonderful thing to be able to go and do, you know, yeah. I mean, we literally can walk from our house a couple of blocks. Um, and we, you know, kind of come into the maintenance entrance off the 14th tee and, you know, sun's going down and uh, see people out there, you know, walking and playing with their dogs. and um, It's just, a, it's a, ma- it's this magical little place. It's something, like i said it's it's amazing how you have these these places that just kind of latch into your soul and hold on pretty tight yeah. but you know for us there's a section of the golf course out at capital city where the sunset is absolutely just on point every yeah. night during the summer and you know especially those last 30 minutes you know the colors really come alive um and that's where we, and, th- and it just happens to be the place that's like where we where we walk to. You yeah, know? It's yeah. Like it's 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 just the place where where we naturally go, and it's just like this big golf playground on that little corner of the golf course. And again, especially late in the evening when it's not crowded or anything, and um, there's just people kind of out there. Um, you know, some families. There's a little member wedge range out there, oh, so. Cool. Um, that's tucked in between three holes and it just kind of becomes this late afternoon, you know, on this little golf park. And it's just, it's just wonderful. Um, so I, I treasure those, those evenings and I look forward to them coming back. Again yeah, for soon. sure. Soon. And, um, you know, my hope is that, uh, you know, once the weather turns a little warmer, and, uh, the days get a little longer again, we'll I'll start getting some uh, requests from Winnie to, slide back out there um it's just wonderful nice yeah that's always uh i've been a little little
1: jealous of that ability to just walk to a course uh, when i i know you would walk there with your dog in the past and uh yeah, it's always fun to see see images of you and the dog just walking in the evening and now you know to take your family out there Really fun too yeah it's um like even to think my wife is i mean we're going to pioneers we may we may play the cradle if we get you know the chance but you know she's like i'll i would do that again you know so just to think <laughs> well that was I mean, she has hardly ever played golf but to think well that was fun you know let's do that again and um you know my kids were able to walk around the cradle and play and they had a blast i mean what a special spot for yeah, talking about, you know, my wife, we to be able to play the cradle as a family was great. And, you know, just to see that she would be interested in doing that again was a lot of fun to think about. So I love that your your family is so much around the game of golf. It's really, really cool to see.
0: You know, we I took my wife along with um, a very good golf pal of mine and, and his wife. We went up to Sea Island, uh, just got back. Uh, this last week and we went out there one evening, you know, and all had uh, you a know, glass of wine and they got this wonderful putting golf course uh, right off the back porch of the lodge overlooking the river and sun's going down, the bagpipers playing out there. And <laughs> the girls just, just loved it. I mean, we had so much fun. I mean, we had a little, you know, little, little putting contest amongst uh, uh, the couples and just had a blast and, yeah, I mean that kind of environment, um, you know, even if you took away the the river and the lodge and the sundown and the cocktails and it was just that, it's fun and yeah. it's yeah, you know, it it's it's exactly what you you um you wish you had more of in your world. Yeah. Um you That's... know, and that it was less of a um something you did at a resort somewhere, just more of something that mm-hmm happen in your neighborhood um and i think you know to me if there's anything that the powers that be in golf can do uh to really make the game stick with people is to create more opportunities for you know what i call the small dosages of golf to exist in places that are readily accessible you know in your neighborhood Mm -hmm. you know every neighborhood ought to have a you know, even if it's a synthetic putting green somewhere, you know, what I mean, it'd yeah. be a great gathering place for. People. Oh
1: yeah, I mean, you know, I totally agree. But yeah, yeah, it's definitely when you were saying that I was like, yeah, that's all, or more of that, you know.
0: So, uh, So, it's a it's a pretty good uh, pretty good dream to have. Uh, um, well, I know you got. uh, uh a wife probably sitting there with some bags packed, ready to go to Pinehurst. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I better make that happen. So yeah. Yeah. I am gonna encourage it. So Dave it is so good to hear from you, my friend. I, I always just treasure the opportunity to catch up and I'm so proud for you and happy for you that you got your new venture off and running. And uh, I just wish you all the success in the world, man. Well, same to you. It's
1: great to great to catch up again and, you know, to know, what you're doing as well. And just all the, all the best to you as you're, you know, doing your thing too now. So, um, you've been a great encouragement from, from the start of this for me. And, um, it's been fun to kind of walk that journey alongside you and, to uh, do some work together and look forward to the more in the future, doing stuff together. Yeah. So, and getting a walk on a course
0: sometime soon, hopefully. That'd be great. I was going to say, uh, somewhere in this, uh, fresh calendar year we're about to, uh, embark on, uh, we're looking to, at a good halfway point. I think
1: Atlanta might be a good halfway.
0: I tell you, point. hey, i tell you where we could go that would be fun, and we both could create some fun stuff. Uh, is the fields in LaGrange, Georgia, just outside of Atlanta. Okay. Uh, I, I had the chance to meet Mike Young, the architect, uh, at our place the other day, and I, I, I th- that you might be onto something right there. Maybe we, maybe that's a good meetup point. Yeah, uh, yeah, we'll need to talk more about that for sure. Yeah, we will. Well, my friend, it has been an absolute treat. Yeah, I loved it. Thank you so much for getting it together. Yeah, and uh, I can't wait till we can do it again in person. Yeah, bud. All right, we'll talk soon. All right, pal. Be good. You too. Bye-bye.